It's time for Decal Download, your source for news and information from the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning. We'll hear from Commissioner Amy M. Jacobs and special guests to give you an update on all things Decal. This is Decal Download. Downloading now. And we're back with another episode of Decal Download. I'm Reg Griffin, Chief Communications Officer here at the Georgia Department of Early Care and Learning with Commissioner Amy Jacobs. Well, it's hard to believe, but here in Georgia, school starts back beginning in late July and August, and our inclusion and behavior support team want to help families and teachers get ready with tips, strategies, and tools to promote social, emotional learning and minimize challenging behaviors, especially after a pandemic. The campaign is called Planting Seeds for a Successful School Year using our Seeds for Success program, which Commissioner stands for, as you know, Social Emotional Early Development Standards. Yes, it does. And it's so important and a big part of our work here at DECAL. And um, I'm so glad that we get to learn more about this campaign. As we know, 2020-2021 school year was different for most children and families and teachers. And so um, this is a great campaign to help prepare them for what we hope is back to a normal school year for everyone. We sure hope so. Fingers crossed and everything we can do, we're trying to do to make sure that happens. So joining us to talk about planting seeds for a successful school year is Allison O'Hara, Inclusion and Behavior Support Program Director, along with Peggy Sutton is Inclusion and Behavior Support Specialist. Ladies, welcome to the podcast. Good to see you guys through the Zoom connection. We can't wait to get back together again uh, in our studio on Capitol Hill. But for now, this uh, has served us well for the past year or so. Um, Allison, tell us how this campaign actually came about and uh, what are some of the goals? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, First, thank you, Reg and Commissioner Jacobs, for allowing us to speak about this exciting and really much needed campaign. Um, So as our team regularly interfaces with early childhood educators and other divisions here at DECAL, we kind of noticed some common themes in the conversations that we were having. Um, First, we predict that this is going to be a really unique school year with many students returning to either childcare classrooms for the first time in over a year. Um, And uh, many teachers will also be returning to the classroom for the first time in quite some time due to virtual instruction or temporary staffing cuts within their programs during the pandemic. So with that said, we predict that young learners are going to have a unique set of needs related to social and emotional development and um, wellness. So while we want to remain optimistic, there's a good possibility that teachers will encounter more students than usual who are struggling emotionally due to a number of variables related to the pandemic. So the SEEDS program is specifically equipped to provide training and coaching around social and emotional learning, prevention-based strategies, and positive ways to minimize challenging behaviors. So this campaign to create, uh, aims to really create strong partnerships between our unit and early childhood educators so that both children and teachers feel as confident and as supported as possible going into this 2022 school year. Great. So Peggy, who can call into the SEEDS helpline and request support? 
Right. That's a great question. Well, our SEEDS helpline is available to anyone. That's child care providers, teachers, and families as well can reach out to us. Uh, many times we see child care providers and teachers reaching out um, and calling and requesting supports through trainings that we offer, as well as through coaching on those inclusive practices and social emotional practices. Um, and also, uh, many times it's for those challenging behaviors that they might be seeing in the classroom. Um, families can reach out if they are in need of support in choosing childcare, what might be the best fit for their family, but also if they're needing some direction and finding some extra support resources for their child. So again, anyone is welcome to give the Seeds Helpline a call. And Peggy, while we're talking about it, what is the number uh, that people need to call for the Seeds Hotline? The number for that is 1-833-354-HELP. And I believe help is 4357. Okay, great. And I guess we should point out, as Allison did, uh, Seeds is available year round. It's just I guess you guys sort of realized that with the start of the school year and this very unusual start of the school year might be a good time to kind of promote this and let people know that it's a resource that's available. Definitely. Absolutely. Yeah, we we definitely still find that, um, that there are pockets of Georgia that don't necessarily know that we exist or what type of support we can provide um, or that all of our services are free, um, which is something we definitely want people to know. Um, so this will be a good way to get that get that word out there. Yeah, I love it. Um, so what types of training topics do you guys cover? Okay, yes, that's a, another good question. Um, we have several different trainings and options for providers and staff in childcare. So we have our Georgia Seeds for Success trainings that are based on the pyramid model from NCPMI, and they encompass social emotional learning topics um, from high quality environments to nurturing positive relationships. We have trainings on transitions, uh, friendship skills, social emotional literacy. So as you can hear, we have several different um, social emotional trainings that we offer. Um, another training that we offer is entitled Behavior Communicates. And during this training, we define challenging behavior in children and the functions that that behavior might be serving for um, children. Now, also, we have inclusion trainings that are available. And the inclusion trainings really help our participants develop an understanding of the laws that surround inclusion, um, how they can seek additional supports for young children, and also exploring um, strategies for making some adaptations for all children to be successful in the classroom. Now, I would like to point out that all of our trainings um, are offered and are available for our infant and toddler age groups, but also our preschool and pre-K age groups as well. Hmm. Good to know. So we have a, a variety of trainings um, that we offer and present to um, our providers in Georgia. Well, tell us some of the exciting campaign activities coming up in July and August. Uh, you mentioned a heavy social media presence, but what is the campaign going to look like in July and August? 
I'm so excited to talk about um, a lot of the activities that we've got going on related to this campaign. Um, we have realized that social media can be a really powerful and accessible tool. So starting in July, which is just around the corner, um, we're going to begin featuring our program special, our um, inclusion and behavior support specialists so that people can really see the faces um, behind the work that we do. So we'll be spotlighting two specialists per week um, on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, we'll also be hosting a series of short but powerful Facebook live videos. We're calling that Behavior Tip Tuesdays that will obviously occur every Tuesday and have a really specific behavior tip. Um, we're going to really be providing a number of resources that we have developed in-house um, from lists of books that are great for teaching social skills or emotional regulation to behavior tip sheets. Um, we'll have links to all of our pre-recorded webinars, which can be accessed at any time. Um, and we're going to have specific uh, tools that, and tip sheets that are related to the return to school and how to best support children during that time. Um, we will also share information about the trainings that are on our training menu um, and specifically give people a little bit of a look into what coaching looks like should they choose to reach out and pursue some coaching support from us. Um, we're going to kind of give little sh snapshots into what that process looks like. Um, and we're actually going to uh, get some teacher testimonials up there uh, from teachers who have gone through the coaching process with us or attended one of our trainings to kind of speak on that experience and what that was like. And Allison, are the specialists the same people we'll be talking to when we call the SEEDS helpline? So uh, more often than not, that's actually going to be one of our three regional supervisors. So we have three supervisors in our unit who oversee each of the regions and oversee the team of specialists located in their region. Um, so they they work they rotate working that helpline hmm. each day, um, and they're just phenomenal. They're such uh, they have such a wealth of knowledge and resources you know, resources available at their fingertips. So you're either going to get Katie, Michelle, or Lindsay. Okay. And it probably helps us to get those phone calls from all around the States to kind of get a real world look into what's actually happening out there. Yes. Yes. It's, um, it really is a, such a, the helpline has become such a really important tool to help us understand the needs of different parts of Georgia and um, where resources are available or lacking. Um, we're able to communicate a lot of that um, information to our partner agencies to really make sure that resources are uh, promoted and expanded to, to areas that really have a greater need. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, tell us a little bit more about the Facebook Live series you mentioned, Behavior Tip Tuesdays. That sounds exciting. It's very exciting. Um, I'm especially excited about this one. So each Tuesday beginning on July 6th 
we're going to host a 10 to 15 minute Facebook Live video featuring featuring two of our program staff, and they're going to cover a specific classroom friendly or research-based behavior strategy. Um, so many of the tips are going to be geared towards prevention and really simple things that teachers can do to minimize the occurrence of challenging behaviors in the classroom. So some of those topics um, will be related to, for example, um, offering choices to children, um, to using positive kind of do language as opposed to negative don't language, the don'ts, the stops, um, all of that. And then also talking about the importance of reinforcing positive child behaviors, because um, that can be really effective at minimizing difficult behaviors. So our hope is that through the series, teachers will really go into this new school year feeling like they have tools in their toolbox to really prevent and minimize challenging behaviors in their classrooms in ways that are practical, cost-effective, and um, really just overall really effective um, in supporting those pro-social behaviors. Well, it sounds like you all have been developing a ton of resources for educators. What are some of those resources and how do programs and providers access those? All right. So um, as Allison said, our goal is to provide some tools for these teachers' toolboxes. And part of that is developing some resources that are user-friendly for them. Um, and our unit is developing um, some resources. These range from social-emotional book lists to behavior tip sheets. Um, we'll have links to our pre-recorded webinars. Um, some other resources that are specifically geared towards supporting students during their return to school. And one such resource um, that's being developed is going to be a classroom environment tip sheet that's going to promote that high quality inclusive environment. Um, and this is just going to serve as a help guide for teachers as they set up their classrooms for that success um, to start their school year. Um, the best way to access these resources is by far following DECAL's social media pages, where we will be providing links to all of the resources that we're developing. Um, now, if there happens to be a specific resource that's being requested or that someone might be looking for, they can send an email to inclusion at decal.ga.gov, and we will do our best to provide a specific resource for them. So you mentioned that uh, as part of the campaign, you all will be partnering with our new infant and early childhood mental health director, Laura Lucas. Tell us more about that. Yeah, we in inclusion and behavior support always embrace any opportunity to collaborate with Laura. Um, she and I specifically are working together to release a webinar that explores the potential impact of the pandemic on young children, um, especially um, providing some tips for early childhood educators to be a better able to kind of recognize signs of emotional distress in young learners. Um, you know, te these teachers are boots on the ground. They're the ones that see the child day in and day out. We have a really great opportunity um, to almost uh, get them equipped to be screeners for any kind of um, needs that might exist for a particular student. Um, this particular webinar will also cover strategies that teachers and families can use to su 
support emotional well-being of young students. Um, of course, going into what could be a really unique um, school year. So stay tuned. Um, we will be sharing that webinar via social media on the morning of Thursday, August 1st. So that's an easy date to kind of keep in mind that um, we will post that up on uh Facebook and provide the link to the YouTube recording. Um, so really excited about that one. So as part of this podcast, you are asking listeners to email you with a few sentences explaining ways they plan to support children's emotional wellness going into the new school year. And there's a chance at some prizes. I understand. Tell us a little bit about that. Yes, we love a good giveaway. Um, so we're excited to be able to offer up some um, exciting social, emotional, and, and inclusion-related classroom materials. We're going to be offering these up to two lucky winners. Um, and pay attention because these are the important details you need in order to enter. Um, so if you're interested in entering to win a prize, you must email us at inclusion at decal.ga.gov and we want you to share one or two sentences that describe the specific ways that you plan to support your students social um, social skills and emotional wellness in the new school year um, so just tell us what you're planning on doing to support um, kids and and additionally please be sure to provide your name as well as your program or school name and your phone number so that we can reach out to the winner. So your name, your school name, and your phone number. Mm -hmm. So the deadline to submit your entry is June 30th. So everyone has 18 days to submit their entry and we will be drawing winner names also on the first day of July. All right, very good. It's called Planting Seeds for a Successful School Year from our inclusion and behavior support team. Going to put you guys on the spot before we wrap up uh, today. What piece of advice would each of you give to really both providers and families when it comes to getting ready for this school year? Allison, you mentioned everyone's a little anxious because of the situation, because of the pandemic coming out of the uh, probably the most unusual year we've all lived through. Um, let's start with you. What's your, your piece of advice? So I have two pieces of advice I'll keep very quick. First and foremost is that adults need to be sure that they're taking care of themselves. Um, it's pretty difficult to support your students if you are struggling um, emotionally, physically, uh, mentally, the best way I, I feel that we can invest in our young learners is by investing in our own self-care. So that would be one piece. Second piece was, would be please, when you observe a challenging behavior, really think about the whole child. Think about um, all of the experiences that that child has had um, up until that day and what could be going on at home and what kind of external environmental factors could be impacting that behavior because all behavior is communication and, and children use behavior usually because of the experiences that they've had or because there's a need that exists that's been unmet up until this point. Yeah. So really try and look at those factors and then decide how to proceed. I love that, that all behaviors 
are communication. They really are. They're communicating something. And that's the child's way of, in some cases, only way of knowing how to communicate some Correct. deeper issues. So that that's great. Peggy, how about you? Oh, yes. I agree with Allison on both of those completely. That's extremely good advice. Um, so I would just like to add, um, just make sure that you're finding a connection with the child and the family. Building on that relationship is such a key part in that foundation of that learning experience, that growth social emotionally for that child. Uh, many times we see that some children just don't have the experiences or have been involved in a very nurturing relationship. So anything that you can do as their provider, their caregiver, their teacher that can build and nurture that relationship with them, uh, just finding connections, things they're interested in, you know, getting on their level and talking to them, uh, just building on those connections and relationships is going to be a key part of a successful year for the teacher, the staff, and the child as well, the family too. Yeah, it, absolutely. Sometimes listening, just listening is so yes. important. You know, somebody told me, and, and you know why they told me this, because it makes sense. They said, God gave us two ears and one mouth, and there's a reason for that. <laughs> and um, so just listening and keying in to those things um, that really you can only learn through listening, uh, kind of help you in knowing how to how to guide, you know, for the remainder of the school year. So it's exciting. It's also uh, like uh, we've talked about today, a little bit of anxiety here as we get ready for the start of the 2021-2022 school year. So where can we get more information on uh, planting seeds? Of course. So I know we might sound repetitive, but social media is definitely going to be your go-to place for more information about our upcoming campaign. So if you have not followed DECAL's social media pages, now is the perfect time to go follow all of our pages and just be on the lookout for all of the exciting things that are coming your way. That's great. Great advice. I like that advice. <laughs> and we're everywhere. We're on Facebook, Instagram. We have a YouTube channel. We're on Pinterest and LinkedIn. You can find us just about everywhere. So um uh, be on the lookout, and we can't wait to be uh, sharing that information. And don't forget, the SEEDS helpline is 833-354-HELP, H-E-L-P, 833-354-HELP for more information. Peggy, Allison, always great to talk to you guys. Excited about the next couple of months. Good luck. Thank you. Thank Thanks you. for having us. Now your questions from the water cooler. Hello, my fellow DECAL peeps. It's Ebony Ford from your DECAL IT service desk. And I do have a question for our commissioner. Uh, commissioner Jacobs, uh, what are you most looking forward to as far as us uh, returning to the office and adjusting to our new normal? Uh, well, Ebony, good question. You know, we are planning on what our new normal looks like. And I'm just, you know, I'm really excited to get back and see a lot of folks that I haven't been able to see in almost 15 months in person. We've done a lot of Zoom and team and I've been in the office um, here and there um, over the past 15 months. And it's always good um, just to have that personal interaction and have those accidental conversations um, that you can't have over Zoom and Teams. Like, how's your dog? Where'd you go on vacation? Um, fun things like that, that you don't really, you don't really have a chance to do over Zoom and Teams. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing um, the decal team that I haven't been able to see in a while. Can't wait. So should we budget for 
those conversations, the catch-up conversations? When we, you know, I think let's be realistic. You know, when we do come back, there's going to be a lot of hey, how you doing? Time and maybe start clear. Maybe have a light meeting day. Yeah. Um. So you have a chance to say hi to your colleagues that we haven't seen face to face in a really long time. There'll be a lot of how was your pandemic? That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Thanks for listening to Decal Download. Now your chance at winning a nice prize in the Decal Download quiz. We've got such great sponsors, Chick-fil-A, Children's Museum of Atlanta, College Football Hall of Fame, Gwinnett Stripers, The School Box, Six Flags, Stars and Strikes, Stone Mountain Park, The Roof and Skyline Park at Pont City Market, Wild Adventures Theme Park, The Wren's Nest, and The Georgia Lottery. This is the way it works. You answer this question. We put all the correct answers together, draw one name, and award a nice prize. Email your response to decaldownload at decal.ga.gov. Here's the question. What is the name of the campaign promoting social emotional learning and minimizing challenging behaviors? What is the name of the campaign promoting social emotional learning and minimizing challenging behaviors? Again, decal download at decal.ga.gov. You could be a winner. Thanks for playing and good luck. Thanks for tuning in to Decal Download. For more information, visit our website at decal.ga.gov. The conversation continues on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Pinterest. Follow Commissioner Jacobs on Twitter at C-O-M-M Jacobs.